Welcome to Awaken Fake, an educational, high vibrational, spiritual, mystical, pot, I'm sorry, podcast from two girls, one joint, in a journey to awaken what's inside all of us. In the words of the wise Wiz Khalifa, let's roll something and get the day started. <sighs> Good morning. Welcome to Awaken Bake, everybody. Today Hello. is probably one of like the coolest episodes we've ever done because this was a uh, listener request. Another one. I love these. And Keep this, them coming. And this topic is insane. It's giant. It's important. Fantastic. So shout out to Lizzie Lou. Shout out Lizzie Lou. We love you. We uh, love you, Lizzie Lou. We love you, Lizzie Lou. Oh, that's really cute. Um, so today's topic is all things letting go from letting go of the past or fears or trauma or expectations to detachment, like even detaching yourself from your manifestation. So all ends of the spectrum of letting go. Um, so yeah. strap in, make sure you hit your joint or sip your coffee, some water, whatever you're into. Take and get some ready. mental notes. And yeah, so to jump in, we're going to kind of focus on the letting go aspect first, right? Letting go of either things from your past such as like fears or just like things that don't serve you or mistakes as well as trauma. So I am not your therapist. I'm not like licensed or professional in shadow work or trauma work or anything like that. I just think it's really important for us to be proactive about our trauma so that we can be aware and that we can keep bettering ourselves. Let us just help toward the path of enlightenment because, you know, we got to observe and be aware. Exactly. Um, So letting go of traumatic events or like, you know, just things that have really, really like screwed you up that, you know, it's normal. We spend a lot. I, I personally am one of those people like... If there's something I'm not healed from, I probably talk about it way too much. (laughs) I overshare. I get it. It happens. But if we do some shadow work and we can let go of this, then it's going to haunt us less. Because, you know, like if we go back to law of attraction, like the energy we put out, the things we talk about, the things we think about, all of that is energy. And we get back what we put out. So we don't really want to be focusing on our trauma. We want to be healing it. We want to be proactive about it. So. Here we go. I'm just going to give you guys some quick letting go tips because, again, you know, consult your therapist, consult your shaman, whatever. Um, You're a priest, your preacher. But one way, your brother. (laughs) um, But yeah, so for, for shadow work and for letting go of trauma, one way that I the main way I think is to observe your triggers and feelings. Um, but in the present moment. So I, when I say this, I don't mean observe as in like, yep, I'm thinking about it now. And now every time I think about it, I go in this dark place and now I'm spiraling and I hate my life. And like, you know what I mean? Um, yes, yes I do. (laughs) Yeah. So instead what we're going to do is like when you have those feelings, when you have those triggers, just observe what that feels like. Observe like, okay, so I am having flashbacks right now. Um, that's fine. I observe that. And now I let that go. You can observe like, okay, like my palms are sweating, knees weak, arms are heavy, vomit. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was literally like, wait a second. I've heard this. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, but you can observe like, like last night I was experiencing a lot of physical anxiety. Um, I forgot, I forgot to refill my meds. So I've been off my meds for a couple days. We so make mistakes. We make mistakes. And so I was, but I was practicing you know, like mindfulness. Um, and so while I was experiencing, my heart was beating really fast and my chest was getting really, really tight for a second. I was like, I'm having a heart attack. I'm going to die. And then I was like, no, let me observe. I know this is one of my physical anxiety symptoms. Mm -hmm. Um, and so then instead of letting my brain like spiral with that and letting my mind like give it a meaning or judge it or go there, I instead just observed like, okay, like I, I'm having like chest pain, intense yeah. chest pain right now, but 
I know this is like something with my anxiety. So right. then I started observing my breathing. I started observing um, all my physical symptoms. And when a thought would come in, I would just be like, okay, got it. So I'm having a lot of flashbacks about this right now. Yeah. Like, but I wouldn't let myself go there as in, oh my God. Yeah. Like I'm having this flashback. Like, and now I'm sad again. You know what I mean? Yes, completely. So that's kind of like, that's what I mean in terms of letting go um, by just, you know, observing. And so then a couple ways you can go about this too if you're trying to do intentional shadow work, right? If you're like setting up um, and like really intentionally working on it and you're not just observing like a a spontaneous trigger moment like I was. Um, My favorite way to do it is to journal. I like to get into a flow state and you can put yourself in a flow state by just starting to journal. It can take, you know, a few seconds or a few minutes, but just start writing anything that's on your mind, even if it's bullshit, even even if you're like, I'm literally just numb right now, nothing's on my mind, I just feel like this, write exactly how you feel, it will start to come out, it will start, the flow will get there, and then you will enter a flow state, while you're here, write it all out, write anything you feel, it's okay, this is when it's okay for you to put down the details of, like, whatever you need, whatever is bothering you, you know what I mean? I can't tell you how many, um, like, if you look through, especially my old journals, when I really journaled like that, like, you know, like a diary type, Mm -hmm. um, where, like, it'd be one day, it's just, like, literally, like, I hate myself, and then the next day, maybe it'd be, like, three lines, or, like, I'm still really pissed, or, like, you know, whatever, Mm -hmm. and then, like, and there'll be a couple days of nothing, and then, like, I don't know, a week later, there'll be, like, just 11 pages of nonsense that you can't even read but like I just remember like right like sobbing and writing it and like how healing it was and it doesn't even matter that I can't read what it was because Because in the moment though you that's it's crazy because like that's kind of the definition of being present because you are so involved of what you're doing um you sometimes you don't even remember like oh yeah two minutes ago I wrote this line and while you're still writing but you'll have breakthroughs through the writing that will come to you throughout that flow state they might not make sense on the page but like understanding and inner knowing you have afterward is like yes super worth it super deep so that's one way to do it and then um obviously like this can be emotional like Kelsey said she was crying and writing so yeah absolutely cry it out too if you have to that's an amazing way to release all of the emotions but again this is where it becomes important um you can feel all of these things you have to feel but then you have to let it go and just do not let your mind wander and give in okay so every thought that comes in every physical sensation um observe just observe it and notice it and like i i notice it by literally saying i observe this i observe that you know what i mean so i'll be like okay i observe that i'm having specific flashbacks right now i observe that i'm really nervous about whatever's going on i observe that i'm sweating profusely from my palms like my heart's racing like that and if you're crying um one way i do it too is i just literally cry and try to just it sounds kind of funny but like you just be present then focus on like releasing the cry and then um it helps you number one fully feel it and number two it kind of sometimes helps you cry less because you're so present on your crying you know what i mean that it almost makes you laugh because you're like oh yeah okay yeah that's a funny thing i'm doing you ever cry and look in the mirror and like laugh at how hard (laughs) you're crying okay i want to do that now because i have never done that oh i've like been bawling for and it's like right things it's one of those examples of like things just sound seem so important in the moment but then they're just so mundane and i was crying over like the stupidest thing i genuinely don't remember what it was um but like bawling my eyes out and then i remember i like had to pee so i was crying and peeing and then i got up and was washing my hands and looked in the mirror and i just saw how obs like insane i looked and i was like (laughs) 
Okay, yeah, I clearly needed to... That was, like, the moment I realized that crying is not about what you're crying about. Crying is just a physical release of whatever... Yes, absolutely. um, So never feel bad for it. Exactly. It's beautiful. I love crying. Yeah. I used to be someone who um, was afraid to cry. I cry in literally everything now. Um, I can't watch commercials. I can't watch Instagram videos. TikToks. I mean, I, I will ball over the stupidest things. Dude, recently, same. Ever since I got my birth control taken out, I've had, I'm more in touch with my emotions. I am crying every day, but not in like bad ways either. Yeah. Um, I'll be doing my gratitudes and I'll like, number one on my list is always Isaiah. And then I'll cry. Cause I'm yep. like, oh my God, you remember when we first met? <laughs> Cole was napping yesterday and would not wake up when I, like, cause he told me to wake him up at 2.30. And I cried because I was so excited for when he was, like, I wasn't, like, mad that he was sleeping. But right. I was like, I just can't wait for you to be up so we can hang out. So, oh, like, Kelsey's <laughs> um, So, yeah. And that's, so, feel your feelings. Um, yeah. But just observe them. Don't put a meaning to them. And don't judge them. Um, and, yeah, just be just be extra nice to yourself throughout this process. Because your human suit is just a machine. And it's doing its best. And you can't get mad at it if something goes wrong. Because, no. like... It's just like, yeah, okay, well then something, you know, something happened, I gotta take care of it. You can't be, like, pissed. Um, And then, right, I mean, and then kind of that leads perfectly into um, what I wanted to talk about, which was forgiveness, which is a huge um, piece of letting go. Because I don't think you can let go of any um, person-on-person interaction without forgiveness, like, uh, on some level. Um, And so, right, forgiveness, you can forgive and send love and not like someone. Like, those aren't exclusive things though just don't need to be together and it's okay to dislike people like i think there's a disclaimer out there a miss what is not disclaimer uh misconception misconception, thank you um (laughs) that you have to like everyone and you don't you don't have to be friends with everyone that's fine what you can't do is um hate like i think that's the problem yes uh, and the difference between a dislike and a hate is hate is actively being like i wish them poorly or even just like thinking about them, to, you know, sometimes, like, in, on a level, um, whereas if you dislike someone and you disconnect from them, um, that's, you know, right, wishing them well, but not being involved. Yeah. And I think we often forget, like, that the world is big enough to have both people, you know, this is a huge world, it's a huge universe, everyone's reality is your their reality, and so, in the <laughs> most kind way, you can simply delete people from your reality, in the sense that, again, you're not doing that in a hateful way, yeah. but just be like, hey, I don't worry about that, I they are no longer a part of me. Absolutely. Um, and I think to, to forgive other people, you have to first learn how to forgive yourself. Um, which is a hard lesson. Um, I struggle with self-forgiveness probably most. I have like a serious anger problem that is only anger with myself. Like I am so hard on myself. Um, And it's okay because we're working through it. (laughs) Um, But like, you know, something I've learned is that you have to let go of your mistakes and you have to forgive yourself for them because every single person is going to make a mistake. Well, you can probably forgive other people who you love exactly. way easier than you forgive yourself. Exactly. And, you know, kind right, you have to let go of a mistake defining your life. Um, you know, I, a few months ago or at the beginning of the year, got really drunk at a party and decided to do, do some coke. And um, that one decision made me spend three months in therapy, like, forgiving myself for it. And I did. It was hard, but I did because I realized that that's not me, and that was a slip up of who I used to be drinking, drinking like that. 
that was the coke was not a decision I made regularly ever <laughs> or ever made <laughs> um, but you know like it was just a slip up and people have slip ups and the important part of a slip up is releasing it and yeah. learning from it all all that matters with every opportunity every in interaction in your life is that you learn something from it um, so you have to forgive yourself because when you hang on to those things that's where you create um, fear and anxiety I mean that's where Absolutely. you get you know, worried that your next time that happens, you know, I could either look at that situation and be like, okay, um, I'm never gonna, um, I don't know, go to a party again or be like, okay, but when I go, I, I know that I don't do that. I was uncomfortable in a situation. If I'm uncomfortable, I leave. I don't go to those yes. things. I don't hang out with people. You know, like it's like, Absolutely. it just boundaries, you know, baby. Exactly. So it's all just about like, um, kind of looking at yourself when, whenever you have something where you're misstepping, um, look at yourself and your misstep and why you took that step and then learn from why and then let it go. Yes, I um, think too, try to remember too, like you did your best at the time right. with the conditions you were in and the right. knowledge you had exactly. um, and that helps too. That's like, yes, it's like definitely. helps you kind of be a little exactly. easier on yourself. And it's like, you don't have to overanalyze and you don't have to justify. You just have to accept and then forgive. Like um, there's nothing like, right. That's a huge mistake um, that I made. And that's, I'll be honest with you guys, not the worst thing I've ever done in my life, right. but I've learned to forgive myself for everything because if you don't, the alternative is living in fear and living, you know, not yourself. And don't um, you think that that's kind of too, like it's living in the past. It's like, completely. we're supposed to be focusing on the present. Like that's the whole thing. That's like every, every <laughs> teaching, every lesson comes back to like being present. So exactly. when you're, when you're punishing yourself from something you did so long ago, you're missing out number one on the present, number two on who you are. And now you're not being grateful or even aware of how far you've come. Um, you know what I mean? Like it's Completely. so, it's so regressive for your spiritual growth. Um, exactly. And like, so to help you get like when you make these those mistakes and you're living in the past um something that i found especially um with healing um person on person dilemmas or letting go of person on person resentment um the biggest thing guys uh write a letter to that person not to send you don't even have to well i would say put their name on it because that does help like um i have written some nasty letters um some <laughs> nasty letters <laughs> uh to teachers to my parents to my siblings i mean like you know um it's a very therapeutic uh tool and my old hamster the best I'm kidding i'm just kidding <laughs> probably a dog before like an old dog who ate my homework yeah. no that never happened but um the most important part of that whole um process is to at the end burn the letter um, release it, let it go because anything that you were going to say on there was an emotional release and no interaction should be handled emotionally. And so it's just the best way to get it out. And now I'm not saying that that'll be resolved. Um, oftentimes after that, you have to follow it up with, um, journaling, uh, setting the boundary, mm -hmm. sticking to that boundary, maybe blocking that person from your life, crying, you know, like that's a whole, that's a, there's a whole other half to this, but it's so helpful to, um, write it out. And I mean, right, I'm not like, you can be me. You can say whatever it is that you think you need to say about the situation. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. It's, the, the key is just then you let it go after. Yeah. And then you let it go. Because um, that's feeling your feelings without then harping on it and giving it so much meaning. You and know? so often our feelings are, um, you know, like you said at the beginning, other people make mistakes. And so like you find peace when you realize that you're going to make mistakes and others are going to make mistakes mm -hmm. and our emotional releases is just us holding on to things and 
um, right, a lot of times the things that we say in those moments are not what we feel, and they're often, that's when you're saying things that are a reflection of yourself, you yes. know, that's when you're seeing it from your own, and everyone's reality and everyone's life is valid and real. Absolutely. So, <laughs> um, and yeah. then I kind of think this is a good time to, to switch do, over into... Yeah, so let's do a quick ad, and then we'll talk about detachment. Ooh. Okay, so then the other part is detachment, and that's essentially kind of releasing um, your expectations and stuff on, especially when it comes to your manifesting. Um, so ex expectations are things that create disappointment. They set you up for pain. They distract you. A manifestation requires attracting and knowing what is yours. Expectations are fueled by an intense desire, usually with a negative origin, like jealousy. Um, and if you want to explain that a little bit more clearly, yeah, now, because well, okay, so that goes hand in hand. I feel like I'm like the law of attraction should sponsor me because I talk about it so much. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but guys, like you have to remember, like we go back to the basics. Um, the law of attraction tells like 101, like what you believe and say and think on a daily basis, that is what comes back to you, right? Um, so you can't have all these expectations about your desires and your manifestations and the future and all that because you live, if you're living presently, then you're living in the knowing that everything is going to be good. Yes. It's all working out for your highest self. And, um, I think one thing I like to tell myself is like, okay, well, I can't really worry about it because it's going to be good. I'm going to make it good no matter what it is. So I really don't have to worry. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think it's important to remember like, when you hyper-focus on something, so, okay, I'm going to give my own example. I really, really wanted to get engaged uh, in 2020, and I did. And I got married in 2020, so, like, I, I'm in... No, 2021. Frick, I meant 2021. <laughs> You're right. Sorry. I was so, like, hmm, crazy. You got married that year? I didn't know that was happening. <laughs> no. Sorry, all, this all happened in 2021. Um, and... For a long time, I was living in, because it had been brought up to me multiple times by Isaiah, I love you dearly, honey. Um, and so it was already on my mind so much because he kept bringing it up. And then he just was like, he was b so busy being present. He wasn't <laughs> stressing about it. He already had it planned uh, out how he was going to do it. But I, but I wanted it now, right? So I was living in a place, I was hyper-focusing on like, well, when is going to happen? Well, I know it's going to happen, but when? Like, you know what I mean? And I was always like, oh, it's going to happen now. Oh, it's going to happen now. And then I would be disappointed um, <laughs> when it didn't happen now. <laughs> and so I think like when you hyper focus on something, try to remember all that says to the universe is that you're living in a place of lack. So you have to detach from that desire, right? Because if you don't care about it, then it's easy. Like the way the universe works is like, um, you tell it what you want and then you move on. Yeah. You don't harp on it. So if you can detach from it and like, if you don't, you know, so, I'm not saying don't care, but yeah, no. like know that you are whole and complete without it, then it's more natural for it to be attracted to you because it's easy because you're putting out the vibration of like, oh, I'm not even like worried about that because it's already mine. And even if it's right. not, I'm fine. I'm whole. I'm complete. And then I think the universe kind of sends you signs that like, yeah, it's coming. And that's when you'll see like the commercial with that thing all the time. Yeah. And it's okay in those moments to be like, oh, yeah, that's mine. Remember, like, you mm -hmm. know, like you can affirm it, but right. You're not going to exactly but, harp on it. Exactly. Yeah. And so I think um, it's super, <laughs> it's hard though, because like it took until basically what I did to detach from it was I had just gotten so fed up with it not happening. And I was like going crazy. I could tell I was going crazy. 
crazy. <laughs> and um, I was like, okay, well, I don't want to keep living in this crazy mindset. So I, maybe it came out of like, a, I don't know, from a weird place, but I was like, I'm just going to focus on me then. Um, and yeah. I started going really, really hard on my booty program and I'm not going to lie. I, I was in like a little phase where I was like, oh, maybe I'll start making like you know, like music, like, I don't know if it's going to be spiritual. I don't know if it's just going to be me fucking around rapping. I don't know. Yeah. But I was like focusing on literally anything else other than that, because I was like, all right, well, no matter what, it's going to work out. Um, because we're either, you know what I mean? It's yeah. either happening or it's not. We already like live together. Like, right. And, uh, I'm not going anywhere. He's not going anywhere. So I guess I'm just gonna continue. Enjoy this. It would be different too, if the relationship was like unhealthy or something, right. but it was like, I had zero complaints. I was just like, I just want to be your wife. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so anyway, all that to say, like when you hyper-focus on something, it creates an energy of lack. And when you kind of don't care about something and when you detach from it, um, then that's when it comes naturally. When it comes easily, it's easy to attract because the universe is like, well, yeah, it's already hers. And she's already putting out the vibration of being whole with or without it. And so because she's already told us she wants it, it's just natural for her to have it. She doesn't even care. And then it's going to give you a proposal on Cadillac Mountain at sunrise. Oh, it was absolutely <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> um, so this was a huge topic. Like we talked about letting go in terms of things that don't serve you and letting go of your desires and expectations so that you can attract your manifestation quicker. Um, if you guys have any questions, that would be understandable. So yeah. feel free to DM us um, with any specific questions you might have, any general questions you might have, any, you know, if you just want to be like, hey, bitch, like, <laughs> y'all were funny today. I would love that. Please tell me I'm funny. <laughs> tell um, me I'm pretty. Tell me I'm pretty, even though this is a podcast. Yeah, but they know. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I hope you guys learned something from this. Yeah. And I had fun. With the new year coming up, you know, like Lizzie, she suggested yeah. this because it's like a good way to like start fresh and stuff like that. So I think, yeah, perfect suggestion. Time. Yeah. Time to let go of the things that are not serving you yeah. and time to detach and manifest the fuck out of your dreams. Absolutely. So with that being said, stay high. Bye. <laughs>